Hello and welcome to St. Francis Catholic Chat. This is Father Casey. And this is Julia. And we are back and rocking. And, um, you know, yeah, just keeping the conversation going about friendship. For sure, especially today, I really like. Maybe we stuff. ran out of maybe we ran out of banter. We 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 had two banter's last time because we had one for the fake. I recording. have banter, but I mean, oh, like, what's no, what do no, you want no, banter like, about? Like, no, I, it's cool. No, no, no. I mean, like, no, let's not banter. It's okay. No, it's, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's fine. I don't. This is this feels meta. <laughs> oh, oh, a little talking yeah. about banter b- before banter. We probably should have planned these a little bit better. We don't really what? plan the podcast. I just kind I of. I think we plan them. I have a I, piece of oh, paper. Oh no, 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 no. We we plan the topic. We don't kind of plan the structure of how we're going. to. We just have some notes written on a piece of paper. I thought the structure was that following along. What's next? <laughs> yeah, I mean, fine. I just maybe um. Our listeners are so patient with us. Yeah, because they probably just like, what the heck are they going to talk about? They probably skip the 30 seconds into it. <laughs> I just want to say you may not be able to notice this, but there's a picture of Colton right above your head. Colton, my uh, awesome nephew, who he and I really bonded last week. I fed him a little bit, and then he pooped. And That's then, so weird. <laughs> and then um, I didn't change his diaper, though. I'm, I'm not a diaper changer. Um, and uh, yeah, we just hung out a little bit. We bonded. That's good. I'm so glad. he's... he's uh, his picture is right behind Julia, so I'm just hanging out. He looks a he looks a little gangster in that picture. That's because he's wearing real people clothes. He is. He's he's. He is a, a tiny month, little baby. Right. He's like a month and a half old, wearing real people clothes. With a plaid shirt and a, and a sweater. Oh yeah, he's totally Jeans. he's totally preppy. That's preppy. Yeah. Yeah. It's preppy. I don't. He probably doesn't even fit. Like his his sleeves are rolled up, but I, I, there's no room to roll them down. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's it's a totality. <laughs> well, poor guy. He's he's a he's a cutie. We like him. Can you talk? When can when can when baby when can baby start talking? Oh, he makes like noise like yeah. Eh, that's the noises eh, he makes. Eh. Yeah. Brinley talks. She does. Hi, talk. uncle. Hi, uncle. Brinley's all my through niece, mass. So. All through mass, she talks, and we we love that. Her mom dresses her up very nicely. Usually. Whenever I see her at church or anywhere at the Catholic Center. She, she's a well-dressed baby. So is Colton, too. Colton and Brindley were in matching camo today. That's sweet. Yeah, I was only half paying attention to the picture because I was kind of upset about something else. Um, so I, I wasn't really looking into too much of the pictures. Great. Well, Julia, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about friendship with Christ. Awesome. So applying everything that we've been talking about, friendship and seeing how our spiritual life can be, um, how it relates to our spiritual life. But it, it's really just taking everything that we've talked about over the last season, season two of friendship, and applying it to Christ. Should this be season three? <laughs> no, maybe. I mean, I don't know. We, what are we doing in we're, the summer? Uh, we're, we're season two right now. Still, this is friendship. Oh, season. Okay. It's season two. Yeah, we're still we're at, the end, we're at the end of season two. All righty. Friendship with Christ. But yeah, taking everything that we've really like talked about in this podcast about friendship and applying it with God, like... How how do we be friends with God? How how should we? And it really should be like most of what what we've talked about. I don't think we should end our, our last one we talked about was ending friendship. I we're we're not gonna be ending yeah. Let's not end our friendship, friendship with, God. with God. God's also not bad at being friends. <laughs> no, he's not. I think I think that's more we on are. our part. We are yeah, like absolutely. we we can end the friendship with God, but we should always try and seek it out again, <laughs> um, and save with. I guess that's like confession. I don't know. You could you could apply all of them. You could you could apply all. So good, Julie. I think it's so important when we talk about the spiritual life to to really look. You know, we could get so caught up in the um, 
the the specifics of of spiritual life uh the um we we can get so caught up in like the the oh it just seems so unattainable or it's just so mechanical of spiritual life but like oh, look we god loves us <laughs> and wants us to be friends he calls us friends uh, and and that that's that's the basis for our spiritual life friendship with christ it's also it's a it's a personal relationship which I was, um, I met a girl this, this year, she was Protestant and we were just, we just ended up talking about God. Like it just like, we were just like, I, I don't know. I think we we're at lunch and I just did the sign of the cross cause like before eating. And, um, she was like, Oh, like we, so, so we started talking about God and she was like, yeah, I'm like Christian, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so we were just talking like, I, like I was just telling her about my relationship with Christ and stuff. Um, for whatever reason, I don't remember how the conversation went, but she said, I never met a Catholic who, who has, who like actually like know, like not knows God, but like prays and like not just goes to mass and stuff and, um, on Sundays, but actually has like a relationship with him. She was surprised to meet someone who had a relationship with God, which is so interesting. I'm sure she may, might not know a lot of Catholics, <laughs> but, um, I think that's the, we're we're called to a personal relationship with God. It's not like God is far away and he like is off in heaven and he never talks to us and he just wants us nothing to do with us on earth except to go to mass on Sundays. But rather it's it's more like he wants to be our friend. He wants to talk to us every single day. He waits in the tabernacle for us to just see him even if it's for 5 minutes like stopping before class or work. So it's it's really not just something far off that we can't attain but it god desires it and, and chases after us for it yeah god wants to be my friend right god god wants to be my friend he he wants this relationship of of um of love he he like you say waits waits for us in the tabernacle and that there's a beautiful reflection about that like just think like christ is in the eucharist um for you like wanting to remain with you and and wants that relationship of love and so like don't ghost him, right? Don't don't just like stop um, going talking to him. Don't drift. Uh, but it's it's from the aspect of friendship. And if we're good at being friends with our friends, well, then friendship with Christ is is all the more exponentially possible. It's also being like having a developing this friendship with Christ helps us be better friends with other people, because that charity grows in us when we give. When we give, I think you mentioned this in a homily yesterday, actually. When we or today, when you give time to Christ, we get an exponential, like, graces back. Like, right, from the gospel passage, a hundredfold, right? You'll receive it a hundred, you're going to give up these things, you're going to get them back a hundredfold. And, and persecutions, okay, fine. But Okay, fine, okay, no problem. Okay, fine, just some persecution. And Casual. Eternal, but above all, eternal life, right? But we get these things back, like, okay, it's not like, oh, I'm going to put $20 in the collection basket and I'm going to get 40 back or 2000 back. No, no, but but you know what we always get so much more than we give when we when we give to the lord yeah and so just kind of having this like friendship and and really thinking back like what makes a good friendship what what is that how am i good friends and how do i others see other people being good friends to me and how do i apply that to to my relationship with jesus and so i think one of this like kind of the first point i would really like mention is that you really need to, like time for god if we have time for our friends and we give time for our friends. It's really impossible to be friends with the people in our lives without spending time with them. And so I think that's kind of like first and foremost for building a personal relationship with God should be having that intentional time of 
like mental prayer and even vocal prayers and different prayers that we can say throughout the day to like kind of stop stop in like be like i'm i'm giving you this time god yeah um if you don't have a good prayer life like make the time and put it in a schedule like actually like i'm gonna i'm gonna take this time and fine i've only got 10 minutes like i'm gonna spend try to spend 10 minutes a day oh i'm gonna set a timer for 10 minutes and so i'm not like um oh okay i'll just cut it short like what time did i start i know just set a timer forget about it and set it and forget it and then that's probably copyright we're gonna get sued where is that from i it's um it's some kind of crockpot commercial or oh, something. I've never, I never, I didn't even know that. Said it and forget it. I just said it twice in case, in case, <laughs> in case, case they didn't the hear first it. Time, right? <laughs> but we, um, yeah, you make time, make time for the Lord. Just, just make prayer a priority. And just like we have to make time for our friends, are we actually gonna take time to make, um, to make friends and to be with our friends? Well, we have to take time to to be with with Christ and to be spending the time in prayer. I don't know if we talked about this in, in a past podcast. I really can't recall. But um, having kind of like non-negotiables throughout the day, I think the prayer should really be one of the things that are is not negotiable. Like I'm going to give 10 minutes of prayer, like for mental prayer to God today, whether it's in the morning or in, after lunch, whichever one it will be. I, I, it's not negotiable. If it has to shift because of an, like an emergency that happened, I'm, I'm still going to pray. Like, it's not something that I'm just going to, oh, can't, can't see it today. Like, <laughs> see you tomorrow then or next week. But like, it should really be something that's, this is not negotiable. It's our spiritual life. It's, it's our eternal life. It doesn't go away when we die. It gets transformed. So we should be working on it now. Yeah. And to, um, I mean, there's the old story. I kind of don't like it because it's so overplayed about putting rocks in the jar like you know you could fill a jar with sand or you could fill medium small size rocks but like if you got like big rocks if you don't put those in first like you could always put more sand in a jar right but how do you get like big rocks and little rocks and sand in the jar we put the big rocks in first like that that's the only way to do it um well you got to take the big rocks of your life and uh put them in first it's the first commitment of the day and so whether that's uh, literally by praying first thing in the morning or, or figuratively insofar as you want to, you, like prayer is one of your first commitments, right? Family obligations, obviously, normal life maintenance. But people find time to eat during the day. Like you could find time to pray, right? It's, it's, you're going to find time to eat. It's not like, oh, I wonder if I'll eat today. I don't know. I may just be too busy. I, I may not be able to, to have lunch or dinner today. Like you're going to find time to eat. It's it's a non-negotiable. Well, prayer should be that for our soul. More important than eating should be should be. Am I going to talk to to my God and Creator today? Right? Am I going to talk to the Lord who loves me today? It's not not a question of if, but when. How am I going to do it? And the same way that people kind of plan their day around how and when they're going to eat. Right? A lot of times, it's like okay, well, I got to stop at the grocery store when I get home from work. Because I have to buy this food, which then I'm going to cook, and we've invited people. Like you plan a lot around meals, socially and just schedule wise. Well, more so about prayer. Like I am going to pray, and here's what I'm going to do to make sure that I pray today. And even when with with prayer, it's yes, there is a time, and I think there should be a time. But like our friendship with Christ is so. It's so different in, in a sense where it's like he never goes away. He's always with us. And we should always keep that presence of God with us because it's, it's not like he's gone. Um, 
uh, so it's even different there. Like he never, he actually never leaves us and he's always thinking about us. So if we just give that, like that short, like 10 minutes of mental prayer to just get to actually listen. And like, cause if you're busy going through the whole day, it's yeah. When you're, when you're friends with people, it's not like you're talking the whole time. It's like story time me. And then also here's me venting too, but rather it's, it's you, you wait for the other person's response. And so that time of prayer can maybe like be a sit down and like, oh, wow, like I'm, I'm going to listen to God's response now. It's not just me talking. I mean, sometimes that'll be what we need to do. We'll, we'll have to tell God. We need to tell God something, you know. But I think most of the time we should we should be also listening for what Jesus has to say to us. St. Josemaria says that the prayer of a Christian is never a monologue. Like it's, just, it's never a monologue. We have to we have to speak and um, then we have to listen. And, and one of the ways that we do that, many people, like, read um, Scripture, right? That we should, in our, in our mental prayer, we should go to Scripture, and we should, we should be, um, we should have, have the Bible there, right? We should open it up. The Holy Spirit, in writing Scripture, saw us reading and praying with it, and the Holy Spirit's the author, and so we could talk to the Spirit about Scripture and about the Scripture we're praying with, talk to our Lord about it. And it was all, um, like, even Christ, in saying these words, saw that we would be reading them 2,000 years later. And so they said, yeah, for the apostles and the local crowd, but also in a way for us to, to go and pray with it. Like, he saw and knew us in saying these things. When, when a friend, if a friend, like, writes you a, a letter or an email or a text or whatever, and you're just like, yeah, I didn't read it. Like, too, I, just, I didn't have time to read it. I didn't want to. Whatever. Like, that's not good. Well, our friend Jesus um, gave us revelation. I, didn't, I don't care, right? No, that doesn't work that way. And even even if that's kind of the disposition, it it can grow away from that too. If because I don't know, you just got to meet Christ, <laughs> and you can't meet Christ without without giving him time to pray. So even even with that disposition of like you know, right now I actually just don't care. Um, Sometimes it's just sitting down and being like, look, I'm just going to walk into the church today and give 10 minutes and maybe I won't want to, but I, I like, this is, this is something that's, this is our soul. Yeah. Um, we need to, um, and even if we, yeah, particularly when we don't want to, like that's the time to be like, all right, Lord, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with you here. Particularly, I don't perseverance. want perseverance. My perseverance. Our, first, our first one from season two, <laughs> perseverance. Had nothing to do with friendship, but it's really good in prayer too. But even when I don't feel like it, and that's another, again, going back to San Jose Maria, it said, um, you know, we shouldn't, um, we should make our times of prayer roughly, you know, flexibly, but roughly at, at a set time and, and for a set duration so that we're not just subjecting it to my whims. Like, I'll pray, I'll pray when I want to. Like, how, how bad is that when you consider friendship with our Lord? I'll talk to you when I feel like it. Like only when I feel like it. Like you want to talk to me. Uh, I'll talk to you when I feel like it. You know, we have a, we have a kind of set time that like this is our time to catch up every day. And and I'm going to do some of the talking. I'm going to do a lot of listening. And um, there we go. There's also in the, in the same sense of how do we act with our friends as well? And when like are we excited to see them? Like when I, I especially see like sometimes it's like, oh yeah, I like, can't wait to see this person. I'm, I'm so excited to hang out with them. You got to get all of that stuff. And then, um, are we the, with the same way with Christ? Like, are we excited to pray in, or and do we kind of get like a little upset when our prayer time ends? Like, oh yeah, it's, it's been 10 minutes, it's been 15 minutes. So I guess, oh, I, I have to like, you know, we should, we should get going through the whole day. Sometimes we only have that set time and then we have to continue with our work, whether that's schoolwork or 
jobs. Um, but we should, we should, there should be that kind of like, oh, wow, I, I would like to give you more time, but you know, I got to get going. And I think that there is a sense of um, our times of prayer are, and we could relate them to modern, um, modern communication and encounters that are, are that mental prayer, like when we're, when we're giving a kind of dedicated amount of time to our Lord and, and really kind of there, that, that is the, the in-person time. Like this is where we're spending time. It's in person. It's, 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 yeah, it's deeply kind of um, personal. This is, this is most important, right? Then maybe our vocal prayer throughout the day or spiritual reading or something like that. That's like the phone calls, right? That's a little bit more dedicated, um, but that they are, um, it's a phone call, you know, it's a phone call. It's, it's personal. And then um, little aspirations. Those are like text messages, where it's just like it's kind of little little quick things, right? Just a just a quick text, um, and that's our aspirations. And if you if you have people that um, like are deeply think of a married couple or people that are really kind of in love, like I'm not gonna call your text you today, um, but I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you later, right? I'll see you eventually. Um, no, no, I'm gonna want to spend or or hey, we never need to see each other in person. Texting is fine. Right? Then, oh, whoa, hold on. Like, yeah, oh, I just pray throughout the day. I say the little aspirations. Good, but do you make your mental prayer? Like, do you, do you spend time doing kind of vocal prayer um, or like the rosary or things like that? You know, do you do, you do those? So there, there's kind of different levels that are not meant, they're all different forms, but it's meant to be part of one organic whole because our, our spiritual life is a relationship. No, yeah, it, it definitely is. I totally, and it's, it's something that needs to be worked on. Like you said, like it's not something that, it would be it would be really strange and I think very out of place if a married couple never saw each other. It it would it's not Yeah, that that'd be not good. We would call that one I mean, there are exceptional you, circumstances when people are separated for work or in times of war if someone's in the military or things like that, immigration. But normally like we don't we wouldn't say like, oh, it's just normal for a married couple to not be around each other. But how often do we do this with God sometimes? Or like kind of like let things off like, oh, I'm just going to let that go because I don't have time today. So I'll do it tomorrow. It'll be okay. But when, when we give this to, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, do it tomorrow. Like, no, I'll do it right now. Isn't, isn't it like, I think there's the Holy Spirit prayer like, nuke chubby right now, lest there be no tomorrow for me. Just finish that. Yeah. The devotion to the Holy Spirit. Lest there be no tomorrow. Not going to put this off till tomorrow. There may not be a tomorrow for me. Like I, I may not wake up ever again. Um, I'm awake right now. <laughs> I, next time I close my eyes, that may be it. And okay, like uh, ready to go. Here we go, Lord. But that's it. Like we live in that constant state of readiness, and therefore I'm not putting stuff off until tomorrow because there may not be a tomorrow. Exactly. And so I think that this is where we kind of, and when we're like sitting down and like praying now, now like when we're actually in the mental prayer. In the I don't know if you could be in the mental prayer, but um, <laughs> you know, what like we should we should be. God's our father. This is like how do like kind of like how do we talk to our parents? How do we talk to our friends? Um, we're usually very open and and we're not like hiding things. Um, how often if like if we are hiding things, like it doesn't actually get fixed. So when we give that time to God and also like now we're vulnerable with him, it's not it's it's silence also can be very vulnerable too. Oh yeah. Sad to just sit there in silence. You don't need to you don't need to be saying stuff, you don't need to fill the space. Just to sit in silence. You know, that's um that's the love of contemplation, right? And so, um, yeah, that's absolutely part of prayer. I think I recently read, and, and I'm actually reading um, Devotion to the Holy Spirit, 
very timely time to to read that book. But I think I think it mentioned how Saint Augustine at one point he um, he would pray with like my God and my all, but like only that line and how like how beautiful it is to just like. I do not think I could go pray for even half an hour with just my God and my all. But he was able to like pray for like almost like a whole night with that. And so like the more time we give to God, the the more divine light he'll give us to be able to to pray to him and teach us how to pray since we don't probably know how to. Right. And when we don't know how to pray, just even say like, Lord, I don't know how to pray. And you've already started. Like as long as you've, if you've turned it over to the Lord, you've already started to pray. And that that's, um, that's how it goes. So yeah, to just um, take that time, silence, but real vulnerability, right? To be honest, Jesus knows us. Right? He, he knows. We don't need to put on a face in front of him. We don't need to fake it. Like, he knows us. He knows our strengths. He knows our weaknesses. He knows He knows us. And so to just be super honest. There's not a lot of places in our lives where we could just be totally vulnerably honest, um, but supernaturally with our Lord always, right? And we want to be sincere. And that's also then you bring that to spiritual direction. Sincerity and spiritual direction uh, is is so um, important because then after being honest with the Lord, which is the primary spiritual direction, right? And the Holy Spirit as a spiritual director, well, then it allows you like with a good, um, with a good confessor, spiritual director, just be like, look, this is this is um, what's on my mind. This is what's on my heart. This is this is the things that I don't want to say, right? Normally, if there's something in spiritual direction that you don't want to say, that's what you should say. Like, that's exactly what you need to say. Say that first, probably, too. Say it first, just get out of the way. Same with confession. When you go to confession, it's like, I don't want to confess. Boom. <laughs> like, throw that right out there, not, like, slipping it in, right? Yeah, and Casually, a, awkwardly under right, the rug. <laughs> as a priest, like, you could tell when someone's, like, casually, like, just throwing some big sin in between a bunch of little ones. It's like, uh, yeah, oh, okay, you thought I wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I wouldn't. But that's the same thing with God. Like, he he knows everything already. Um, He just draws us in to, to, to talk to him and to tell him. Because that 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 more or less builds our trust with him, like it helps us trust him more. We should be fully trusting him. So when we're already giving him everything and now opening ourselves, like in this vulnerable position, then that's when like we're able to build our just like mentally. I don't know. Yeah, and and I think kind of looking at some of our other podcast topics, I think there's a a sense of um of courtesy and manners and and being being dignified and presentable in our prayer, and that when we go to pray. It um, like we don't want to. Okay, so you could pray anywhere, right? You can you can really pray anywhere, and you could pray any way, any how, whatever. But there's something nice about like getting up and getting cleaned up, and not just like oh, I'm just gonna like snooze and pray, and like no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna get cleaned up, like I'm gonna be sitting or kneeling. You know, if I'm sitting, I'm gonna. Not be like in a recliner. Like you could play, pray in a recliner, fine. Like that's not um that that's that's comfortable, yeah. But there is a level of presentability that we should have in our prayer. But even even practically, I think I don't know the times that maybe I've like like kind of, I I probably lied down a couple times and realized this is not actually helping me to pray. I because like when I've lied down, like when I was first like trying to start like praying mental prayer. There was times when I used to lie down and then I would just fall asleep. So what was the, what was the point of lying down? <laughs> because like just practically, yes, I think there is a presentability in there. Um, like that we should, we should, this is God. Like there, there is a fear of God there. Not like being scared of him, like, you know, but like, just like out of like reverence, like maybe we should be sitting or kneeling. Um, but practically it's just like you, it's easily like 
there's no like actual perseverance there now. You're just like, oh, well, if I fall asleep, I fall asleep. If I fall, right. I'm just going to put my head down uh, on the pew in front of me and I'm going to pray with my, you know, when I start reading scripture with my eyes closed, I know I have a problem. Right, like, oh, I'm just gonna be. I don't, I don't think that's possible. Right, it's not. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna read. Oh, I'm just gonna read with my eyes closed. I got it. It's fine. It's fine. And then out cold. No, it happens. I mean, like, there's times when like we fall asleep in in the church pew in front of us. I think there's a quote somewhere about it. Um, oh, it's beautiful. Like, yeah. It's like okay, I'm I'm comfortable enough around our Lord to like okay, look, I'm tired. I'm but I'm still gonna spend this time with you, and I'm gonna fall asleep probably. But I'm gonna do my best not to. I'm gonna try to fight it. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm probably will. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will. I mean, there's time, but it shouldn't be every mental prayer though. That's and it shouldn't thing. be intentional. I should really try to fight it. I'm really trying to not fall asleep. Right. It shouldn't be like, uh, yeah, I'm just going to lay down on the pew here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't work so well. But, but with that presentability, like even like just going back to that kind of, um, yeah, we should be fighting it. But like, this is also, maybe we should, we should get dressed before mental prayer i think i'm I'm, i don't know i'm considering i yeah probably i would actually yeah i would oh yeah i would say no i i I think so i definitely think so Um, because if you're already starting the day you could go on a walk though that's not a problem you could really pray anywhere but right i i I don't know i'd give the advice of not lying down (laughs) all right this may be a little off topic um some of my friends and some prominent Catholic figures are all into um, they who have chapels at their houses, you know, houses or next door that you bring your coffee with you into the chapel. I'm not into that. What are your thoughts? I've heard different things. I so that so this is the thing. I don't think you're supposed to bring coffee into the church, right? Yeah, I generally say don't bring coffee with you into church. And like, bring, I bring I don't a water think, bottle. I don't. You think bring a water bottle. Why? What's, what's coffee's just dirty water? That's, <laughs> coffee's not. Dirty this is water. really <laughs> off topic. So, um, <laughs> um, like a little um note to listeners. Like, I'm curious about this tangent, but I'm not sure when we're gonna get back to the real topic. So, <laughs> so a tangent alert. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I don't know. So, just thinking about it, you don't walk into a church. I don't. And like the times I have, I like, I like don't drink it, but I'm like, oh, I have a, this one we had noon mass though. So I'd still have my coffee, but I like, but that's also like, there's comes part of like a little bit of scandal there because I probably shouldn't have done it now. I'm thinking, ah, but um, like when I, when I did have it, I wouldn't be drinking it. But like, what if someone thought I did drink it and now I received and they're like, oh shoot, she, she didn't, she missed the Eucharistic fast. Doesn't know. Maybe I need to tell her about the Eucharistic fast. This poor college girl. <laughs> right. And you know, um, but like I, I do, I do think that there's this. You shouldn't be bringing it into the church. So do you bring it into a chapel? So what about? But like, okay, in the morning, in the morning, I have my cup of coffee. And what if I just want to have my coffee with the Lord while I'm doing my mental prayer? I have mixed feelings. I do. I disagree. I don't think it's good. I don't I know. know. Do you, but you think it is? I, I mean, like, you I, have. If you have mixed feelings, then there has to be some mixture of. No, you think it's no, okay. no, no, no. I mean, like, okay. If you, why don't you can, you can drink it in the kitchen and talk to God. I don't know. I, I, okay. If you, if you, if you correlate both. This is totally unscripted. I don't know why you're not totally disagreeing with me right now. What? I don't know why you're just not agreeing with me right now. Because I don't know. I I don't, I think there should always. You know people who pray with their coffee and you're afraid that they're listening. Is is that it? Did I just get it? You know people that pray with their coffee and you're afraid that they're listening and you're, you're, you're judging them. I'm not judging anyone. 
But that's that's it, isn't it? <laughs> I don't your know silent, your silence is deafening. I wish, I wish I uh, was more wittier. Yeah, uh, wittier. Is, okay, because uh, then if I was wittier, I could get around this. Right, but you can't. So there's people you know that take their coffee into the chapel or the church, and you're trying to not. I don't even realize it. I'm not like I don't have anyone in mind, and you're refusing to disagree with it because of them that's great okay that <laughs> this is why we should really script out these episodes better well i this this was not something this I was off to. script <laughs> oh. this is real friendship is real <laughs> podcasting is real prayer is real be friends with christ <laughs> deuces <laughs> it is. okay well there you go i don't think you should pray but yeah i think that goes to like something about presentability of mental prayer like i don't i don't take my coffee into the chapel and I drink it beforehand because I just don't think that that is um, um, good. Like I, I think that that's a little too casual, right? Um, we want to, we want to be comfortable, but not overly casual, I would say. No, I, I, that makes sense. I do. I do see, I, I see your point. I'm not going to comment on it though. <laughs> I don't, I, I respect that. What are some last points we have? Um, okay, this is the end of the tangent. We're done on the tangent. Yeah, now we're going back to friendship with Christ. <laughs> um, but uh, I really do think that Jesus should be our best friend. And so if he's our best friend, he will also, like his love, he will love, I think St. Therese, St. Therese, oh my gosh, can I say her name? Therese. Therese, thanks. St. Therese of Lisieux. I haven't said her name in a while, that's why. How do you say it in Polish? I don't, I don't know. I read the book in English. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, How do you say Faustina in Polish? Faustina. 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 Yeah. You said it better than I did even. Um, <laughs> um, apparently you do. Anyway, um, I, he should be our, like St. Saint, Therese Saint of Lisieux said, um, that he loves through us. Like she, he loved people that she didn't, she didn't really like sometimes through her, you know? And so, so if, if Jesus is our best friend, he will love people through us. And so this will make our friendships that we already have much better because it'll be a more simpler love from, from Christ. It'll still be imperfect because it's coming from us a little bit, but um, I don't know, theologically there, but also it'll, it'll help us be friends with people. Maybe that, that it's hard to be friends with and back to like people that are like being, being friends with, with people that have different morals and like being able to love them through with, with the love of God. Right. Cause Christ is my first friendship, like the most important. Right. And that also is like, look, there's nobody that I would sell out this friendship for. Like there's nobody, there's nothing like Christ is my most important friend. I would not, I would, I would, um, I would lose other things before losing my friendship with our Lord. This is the most important relationship in my life. And we see this with martyrs. People, people have lost their lives over friendship with Christ. That wasn't, that wasn't, oh, I'm dying for, I mean, yes, they're dying for the faith, but like, they're really dying for their friend. And that's, that's what we're, that's what he asked us to do. This is, or not right, asked great, us. Greater love has no, that's uh, what he said, yes. To lay down one's life for one's friends. And that's, that's, I, I don't think the martyrs were probably like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm to become a great martyr. And like, well, I mean, like, I'm sure there's maybe some desire that we should all have for, for martyrdom, but the, the, the reasoning that it came from was because of their friendship with Christ. They had a personal relationship with God and they died for him and for his church. 
and that that is rooted all in friendship. It's that that's what makes it. So when we look at these things, they may seem unattainable if we're doing them from a purely external standpoint. But if we do them out of right, if it's all out of friendship, it's like, of course, of course, I would die for my friend. Like, no question. Good. Well, Julia, any last thoughts on this? I think that this can be a continuing topic. There's a lot of last. I thoughts. think we could do a whole season on just friendship with Christ. Season um, three. Season three, maybe, or some. Maybe we'll do summer interlude where we just talk about. Oh, fun that's thing. a nice just little idea. Just fun things we want to talk about. So maybe this is the end of season two. Can we call it? You want to wrap it? Yeah, let's call this a season two. Season two is wrapped. How we many? Are, how many? Wait, wait. How many? Episodes I don't know. Are there? I don't know how many episodes. I'm, we might have to put another one in between, so it's not awkwardly numbered. No, no, it's fine. Really? No, 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 <laughs> this is the end of season two. And then we, um, if we do record in the summer, maybe a little bit sporadic, you know, you've got some work stuff going on. I've got some travel going on. There's all kinds of stuff. It'll be interludes. And then when we start up next semester, we'll start with season three. Woo! Which may talk about friendship with Christ and spiritual life or maybe something else altogether. Let's see where we are. So, well, this has been a lot of fun this semester. Yeah, I've had a good time. It's good to talk about friendship. So from here at St. Francis Catholic, I'm Father Casey. And I'm Julia. God bless. God bless.